Okay. Maybe we should have two copies. There's the Sefer Sidim and the footnote, which we're up to, the Makara Chesed on page one, and then the single copy from the Meshachachma. So again, yesterday we were discussing, Yaakov, uh, most of your Shailah, when you walked in. So he quotes the Makara Chesed in the second line of a bracket around it from who quotes the Ketzais. Third line down. There are two things that are very mysterious about this Gemara Aleph. If you want to give an example of how far Kibbut Avayim goes, you want to give a shining example, historic example, find find the Yid. They have those also, but this is considered the classic in Magia, uh, the Kibbut um, Magia. You want to know how far it goes? Havale lahavi ach mitzchusim shal Yisrael. So bring a yid v'loisichanim. Now this is where we stopped last night. V'loisichanim, as you mentioned, it is a derisa not to give shvach where it's not necessary. If you have a lesson to be learned, then it's mutter. I mentioned in the last ten seconds of the shir that. The Chiddush to me over here is that Lesechan would apply in somebody who's not alive, even though there's less of a chance you'll build a Shaykhis toward him. I also mentioned, I just want to elaborate because I ran out of time, that that's not necessarily a right from here because I understood it that way, because the Gemara is quoting Rabbi Eliezer, who was a Tana. Dominicina was a Roman. So it was a contemporary story, possibly, in which case he was alive. So then it would be, actually, why do Lezer quote Dafka this example? He's alive and it's Lo Sichanen. Of course, they're putting it down in Shah, so we're going to read about it afterwards also. But that might not be the answer of Lo Sichanen when he mentions Lo Sichanen. Uh, besides, they couldn't find a, a better story what they do with the answer. They can't find a better story, there is no answer. But if they have another example, so then why be over on Lo Sichanen and use this as an example? The Chilik, I think, just in Hilchas Lo Sichanen, if the person's not alive, Maybe there's no chashash, you'll build a cash if he's not here, or maybe the chashash is once you get used to complimenting that baseball star, even though he's not alive, you'll do it for others. That's the shy to say. It's not muchuch because uh, Rebbe Leza was a Tana, so clearly they were, they were contemporaries. Either way, the Ketzeis' kasha is why can't they find another example? Why'd they pick this example? Bays, one, two, three, four, five lines down the footnotes. It didn't work. It didn't have the Urvatumim, but it had the Cheshim. Yeah. yeah, as a matter of fact, the Paraduma, interestingly enough, uh, this is, uh, at many of them, this is only the second one. It lasted till now. Now they needed another one. The first one lasted a long time. Pirish. Okay, so, so again, the first one is Shiloh, why they have to pick this example. And inherent in this Kasha is the fact that maybe it's a bit of a Kitrug, which we're going to get to in a moment. That all uh, Kaisal couldn't find somebody's Masonetta so much, and he had to find Dhamma Medicina, especially when it's Asa, which he was because he was Roman. And this, per the Rabbi Anasanavish, is a problem for us in the Gullus. It gives Kayaf to them, and we have to outdo that to be able to leave the Gullus. That's problem number one. Oh, so, so you're getting worm, or you're getting red, one of the two. Uh, Shai's a red or burgundy, but. Uh, We'll find out. You know, notice every few years they keep finding one, and then 
everybody talks about it and sends around pictures and then we don't hear about it again. I assume it didn't stay red. I didn't check it out. There's one near Lakewood recently. Uh, oh, that's a problem. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, it's still red. Otherwise, besides that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the show? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> really? Mamish, I, I don't want to say. <laughs> the owner wasn't, like, warned this thing is worth a trillion dollars? I was saying, they didn't give him... The, they didn't sit down and learn Mishnah's Torah with him? No, like, like uh, the next thing you tell me, they put a yoke on him just for five seconds. <laughs> just a little I'm sorry. Of so course they knew. They were told. They didn't he learn he the basic dinner with him? You want to do the Mishnah's inside? I think he knew, but somehow it happened. Ain't up for That's the problem these days <laughs> with these farms. That's, um, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's still red, and that was the problem. I was figuring. I didn't know what happened at the end of the story. I was figuring it turned, you know, two black hairs enough to ruin things. That's what happened with the rest of them. Boy, that's a bad ending to the story. But okay, I guess we weren't Zeich. If the ghoul is not supposed to be here, if I hook him at crook, something's going to happen. Zero what? Zero uh, I don't know. I would say it's a something cup, but I didn't want to say. If this goes on the radio, I've got to be a little more careful. As it is, we're completely out of control. Uh, Last two. But what? You'll fill in the blanks. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. Okay. At least now we know what the din is. So in case anybody didn't know what he said, go learn Mishnah's power. You'll understand what the, what the problem is. But that's a, that's a big problem. You can mess it up in easier ways, like uh, just trying it out to see how it fits with a good old yoke. I guess they didn't put the zombies. You have tractors today. Why would you put a yoke on a cow? So I guess this was the only uh, way you can mess it up. Okay, Bez, Im Ki, second Kasha. Im Ki, Badin, Hu, Sheyitol, Scharo. Akal Zeh, Allah, Mahesav, Akal Shemiz, Barash, Telo, Paraduma, Lahitzi, Manav, Sheyitol. This is Mamasha, Kasha. You want to give him Schar, which isn't good for him, by the way. If um, you want your Schar, you want it, Meshumar, Sevgod, Erelam, Abba. It's not a good sign if you do a mitzvah and you get paid back $100 million on the spot. Most people would say, try me. But... We want our schar for Olam Haba. So, per uh, somebody, somebody asked the other day, with an Akum, he was Akum, the other called Mazalus. He was a Zara. So, for him, his schar is going to be Olam because he has issues with Olam Haba. You know, bringing him as a classic example, but the fact that he gets paid back is not a great sign. I don't know if he noticed it. But I'll call upon him. Hashem has many ways to pay somebody back. So have him buy a penny stock and make it go up the next day. Have him buy some Microsoft, Microsoft before it went through the roof. There are many ways to do it. Bitcoins, whatever, you, whatever your favorite is. It has to be Dafka, the Kaisos, to lose $100 million playing for this thing. Why would Hashem, Hashem have many ways to give schar? Why would Hashem do it this way? Again, in Kibedinu Shito Schar, Alzah Lam Hitzah Hashem is Barish Taylor Paraduma Lahitzi Manim Shi Yisrael Barish Shiat Hashem Lo Tixer Neshalin Gemulah Bader Shalay Hesel Yisrael. Why does it have to cost us money? Those are the two kashlo. Shteya Tamias Yisyashu Bechadam Achta. The answer to both is as follows: Shazui Shalamduni Chazal. He says this is the way Chazal showed us Dafka, not a kitzur on Klai Yisrael. It's the shvach of Klai Yisrael. Shivchem Shi Yisrael. Remember, most of the time hold Gayim and I even Matzuvah and Kibbutz Abayim. It's just that they do it because it makes sense. 
It's the right thing to do if you're a normal person. So the fact Dhamma had this Maila, which he did, that to do the right thing, he's willing to give up a lot of money, which, keep in mind, they were obviously a very well-to-do family. He was, uh, he was an officer in the army. He was a, had a lot of money, but still to give up another $10 million is, is in his sign. But it's a mitzvah It was the right thing to do. Can Yidnu Yisrael, the amount he's going to give up, so to speak, for this mitzvah that amount, Klai Yisrael would gladly give for a paradumer, for a chayk. And that's a lot harder to do, because we don't even understand it. How much can a cow cost? Why are we paying $10 million for it? Can Yidnu Yisrael b'delakai mitzvah chukis keparaduma? And therefore, the story was said over Dafka for Shvach, you see the Hasagas of the best of them was, number one, we'll do it, this is the right thing to do, not because it's a mitzvah, not even because it's a bariyel, maybe it's a bariyel, they did the right things, that deserves some schar, not bariyelam abba, and he's not chasidim asalem, if you remember from our Rambam. <coughs> to be chasidim you have to do the mitzvahs, you have to, first of all, not be a bariyel, you have to all zayin mitzvahs, because Hashem said so, not stam Hashem said so, to uh, your Savior, Hashem said so, to Meshra Benu, to our Torah, not even to Nayach. And then he's seen his own. So he's not even happy, he's an Ovid of Odazara. But he did a great thing, so he gets hired by Ulam Hazeh. But when he gave up, the next year when he came, remember his Lushan was, I know I can ask whatever I want for this paraduma, I'm only guess what I lost last year, which already a Lushan is a Bagama already. What I lost? Okay, I lost. That was the Schuz. So again, it was very wonderful what he did, and we're showing how far it has to go, but L'shem Shamayim, which he didn't do, and Klaisel is willing to spend that money just without blinking to the Mekayim, something we don't understand at all, the classic Chayk, and that's Paraduma. So the story we set over is the Shvach for Klaisel. It's a beautiful uh, Mahalach. Why didn't the Rabbanim just wait a few hours until he woke up? If I wasn't there... I don't know how, you know, the Cheshen's the 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 a very heavily guarded object, like the most heavily guarded. I don't know where they lost this thing in the first place. Like, you don't just, like, one day, all of a sudden, you look at the Cheshen, there's something missing over here. <laughs> there's 12 them. There weren't 100 jewels. There was one jewel missing. So I'm, I don't know. Something happened. The whole story, there's something going on here. I, I don't know. But they lost it. You can't wait around and say, okay, we'll fix it tomorrow. This is the Cheshen. And we have a Klau, as you know, from Tzibadik activities. That's why we have such delicious candy over here. Ain't on and Makamashiris. No matter what it costs, those jelly beans, even if they're charging extra. If it's for the Tzibar, you get it. Kosher cane, Lahavdil, jelly beans of the Cheshen. But Ain't on and Makamashiris means you've got to be able to spend money. This is for a Tzibar, it's a Kiddush Hashem, it's for a Mitzvah, Klai using. There's no cap. Uh, private mitzvahs, we spoke yesterday about the one-fifth. So they're not going to wait around. The same reason they have to overspend is the reason why they have to do it ASAP and they can't wait around. And the whole thing looked bizarre, by the way. You can imagine whoever the delegation was, there was a lot of murmuring when uh, they knocked on his door and he said, we have reason to believe you have this uh, gem that we really need, We're willing to pay whatever you want. And then he said, uh, great, um, I, I don't have access to it, why not? I, the key, where's the key? It's under my father's pillow. Oh, very nice, your father wouldn't be, your father wouldn't be thrilled if you make a deal like this. This is like major money. And that's where it all went downhill. He said, well, yeah, my father is a little bit interesting and um, I, you know, been there, done that. We have standing orders not to wake him up either because he has so much money he wants to sleep or he was strange, one of the two, but I'm sure he didn't spell that out. So at that point, 
if you were the guy at the door representing the Chachamim, I think you would say, this whole family is a little bit uh, not the usual, and maybe if we wait around four hours, he's going to think of some other strange story. Or, I don't know or, what. Or, 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 or that there's not that much supply. Oh, is there certainly a, wasn't much of a supply. So where, where else are they going? So you're going to find another one in four or five hours when he wakes up? I don't know, but I think uh, that's why I'm saying this behind the scenes. My conjecture is that they think they're dealing with somebody who's not that stable. And, you know, do you ever try to buy something to somebody and he has the strangest excuse you ever heard? Very inspiring if it's true, but they just didn't understand. They had no cash on Dhamma, they had a cash on Nasina. Like, is that Umdur the Mukhoch per the Sefer Sidim? Do your father wants to be woken up? He said, No, you don't know my father. Okay. So if we don't know your father, when he wakes up, maybe he'll be grouchy, and then he'll say, Jews, we don't want to sell it, and uh, you know, let's save it. Maybe they'll come back next week, we'll charge a higher price. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, sometimes you get a feeling in the business, maybe like you can't get, uh, you know, what the guy's up to. So then, you know, go somewhere else. That's my... Yes, that's what Maisha says. It's a great shidduch. She was certainly strange. And he might have been. So, in ver gefen, in ver gefen. That's what he says. Mamish shidduch made in heaven. Uh, they had this list. They had a son who was an Ovid of Azar Chai Misa, but at least keep it up any know how to do. So it's, uh, it's strange. Again, there we, we spent a week on the scene and we didn't scratch the surface. There's a lot going on over here, but um, it's a good segue into uh, the next part. Your Asa was far worse because Asa had an agenda. Asa, we know for sure, did no keep it and his kibbutz went out the window when there was no Yerusha to be had, no brachas to be had. And he said, Yikivu Yemei which there are two pshatim in the Mepharshim. Some say it means, I gotta have some respect, I don't want to give him a heart attack, chasashon. When he dies, I'll kill Yaakov. There's kibbutz Achamaisah. So Yitzchavim is not gonna see him in Shemaim, he just killed Yaakov. He didn't care. He said, I'm gonna do it right now. And some say it's the opposite. Yikivu Yemei I don't care if it brings him to his grave, I'm gonna do it now. That's very opposite pshatim. Yikavu means even if it brings him to the grave. So that, then there's a guy out the window now, but even like the first shot, uh, he clearly had it for the brachas and um, it was all about the money. Which maybe, but it never came to the shma for him. He wasn't from in any other area and we have no indication he did it in the He trusted his mother with his big uh, day but that's about it. Yeah? I was referring to like the, the Bechor. He sold the Bechor was a choice at a very important time in his life or a choice where he had a chance to is, is he had a chance to do the avodin to be from, yeah, to be Israel, yeah. He gave it all up. Well, that just drives home this point. There's a mitzvah sichlius. He Yiddish kite didn't care much about, but a mitzvah sichlius. You gotta be nice to your parents. Why? Papa has dough. He has a PhD. Papa has dough. So gotta be nice to him, and he's the brachas. Okay. So again, better than nothing. Dominicina. I don't know if he had. Dominicina might have been better. It just uh, Papa has dough. He also had dough. If he was uh, friendly with the Roman senators, he was up there in the social stratosphere. So he probably was very wealthy and powerful. What? No, his motive was he wanted to do the right thing. That's the godless. Unless uh, you still can't go around and be mishaber them, unless you have to prove a point, an important lesson, and you have nobody else to prove it from. So Kaisal wants to know if there's nobody else in Kaisal to prove it from. Uh, okay. It's a Pashup Shabbat trying to learn a Kavachimer. The Gemara didn't say the word Kavachimer. The way the Kseis is learning, they Dafka used him to show the Shrach of Kaisro. The Kaisro was Zicha do that, Zicha spend that money, or give up that money, and they even did it for a Chaik. That's the way he's, uh, he's framing it. He said that the Lakewood fellow had the, the, the Paladuna. He was offered a million dollars and he 
Lakewood Fellow is a, is a guy. I don't know if he's an Akum. He's Jewish? I hope not. <laughs> then they should, really should learn a nice part with him. Uh, I thought he was a farm. Okay, maybe if he's Jewish? Okay, so if he's Jewish, then what, and if he is Jewish, then what's the Nafkimina? Why do you get the sky, you're asking? He, he, they didn't want to buy the parah there. They told him to watch it. Apparently, they didn't tell him clearly enough. He's the owner. Okay, so, so why didn't they learn Mishnah's parah with him? Kasha and Amaisa? They tried? I think they may have gone through the rules, but somehow. Okay, that's a pretty pelvic ending to a story, but okay. Someone who doesn't believe in Mashiach doesn't believe he's getting his money, so... Uh, hey, I don't think he wanted the money. No, I think the way I heard it over, he was very into it with Shema, and he offered to bring it there, and he was so, into it. And he wanted, why? Because so he, he wanted... Good. Cavaldic. So, why did somebody learn the Mishnah? <laughs> I still, okay, do some investigation to find out. But I can't figure out what... Um, you know, they have... Um, they have free-range eggs. You gotta be careful when you buy them. First of all, you're spending a lot of money on them, and the free-range eggs have blood spots that are really blood spots, as opposed to a machmer or blood spots, and we take them out because the minig. We some have a minute to cook three of them in a pot, so it's bottle one of them has. But the maker did if it gets mixed up in your cooker already. So shy like all the time. It's mutter if they're not free-range eggs because the eggs we have today are clearly segregated, despite the Anapotropos Lari's high fences, like probably with electricity running through, although Peter wouldn't allow that. I mean, they're really careful because they don't want, they don't want blood spots to fertilize the chickens and they're not interested. So that's the regular egg. The free-range egg is Kishmai Kacho free-range, that the chickens and the hens can walk around and run around and uh, is like the Shalom Karmanius, like the free of the Kaderis, like the Hashem plan nature, and it's got to be healthier, like organic and all that stuff. I'm not saying it's not, but I don't know if, uh, you know, if double the price or whatever it is. People have asked me, is there a chiv to buy free range eggs? I don't know, chiv to buy free Is it healthier? Is that maybe, yeah, maybe not healthier. They're not, uh, they, uh, again, however they treat the chickens, they say, well, it's not natural for them to be cooped up. <laughs> chickens are in coops. Oh, that's the only problem. So if you have a free-range egg, it's, uh, the blood spot is a real blood spot, and it's, uh, it's an issue. So somebody asked me, uh, it's a good story, said, well, the ones that are not free-range, how do you really know it's segregated? So I said, normally I'd be worried about that, but this is a major industry, and nobody's together. There's no family there for that. They're in completely, they don't, they, this is not like a side thing to be an advantage. They don't want them together in the industry. They know what they're doing. That's why a farmer uh, should... They told him the importance of this uh, farmer knows what he's doing. I, I'd like to figure out what went wrong, but you know what? If we can't figure it out, it just means that we're not due for a paraduma yet. And it's uh, the reason everybody's so excited. It's a it's a harbinger of the uh, of the gula. We have many other siman, but apparently we're not ready for this one yet. Okay, uh, speaking of uh, gula and gulas, so this is uh, the next uh, sensitive topic, which I keep threatening to get to, which we're going to get to start now. <coughs> get to next week is. Um, can happen even in gula conditions, but uh, whenever people give up a child, I want to speak about adoption first. Uh, somebody gives up a child, so usually, certainly a Yiddish mama give up a child is going to be a very rare case. It's usually a sign that I'm not blaming anybody. As a matter of fact, I will defend them soon. Uh, but it's usually a sign that something went very wrong and they can't handle the situation. 
to the preacher's society and things like that. So a lot of things that go wrong. You can imagine the scenarios. It's very rare. I get cold calls all over the place from time to time. People want to know, um, can they, I know of a source, can they adopt a child? It's very hard. Very hard. I'm, I'm amazed over the years how difficult. I just know from the calls. They have a thing suspicion the Rabbana might know if there's a case, and they're right. Uh, maybe in the oven. Um, so they call and pick a case. There happens to be a case in the agenda. They might, uh, they might know about it. And um, over the decades ago, when I started asking, where, 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 where is everybody? Where are all the kids? They don't, Jewish mothers, they don't give up kids for adoption. They like to get a white, uh, healthy baby, which usually the parents are white, nothing against colored. Uh, they want to adopt a child. <laughs> So um, you can't find them. And if you have a lawyer who charges a lot of money and the uh, gray market, it, it's a very schwer sugya. Very schwer sugya. If it's loyal, I know it's, 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 it's a real sorrow because already they can't have children. They just want to adopt a child. They want to, they want to give. We have, we created in the surah of Kosh Baruch Hu, Mahu Racham Racham, you want to be a nice saying. That's what Selim Kim means. So you want to give. That's, that's a natural instinct. So people are looking, looking, looking. It's extremely difficult to find. Um, they have that organization in Tisrael that um, helps out with it. He helps out to try to avoid Hapalas Uber. But then, even if they get to full term, they try and they can't keep it. So he does a wonderful job of that. That's a, still a finite supply in the center of Tisrael. That's just the red red tape of Tisrael to America. It's a, it's a Shvera Parsha. With that said, the ones that do get to adopt, uh, by and large, they do a, as excellent job as they can. And I've had a fair amount of cases. And everybody, they're all good people. Nobody's at fault. I'm just trying to clarify the sugya of children who grew up, and it's not easy. There is a, an underlying feeling of rejection. They could have been adopted at four weeks or four minutes. The sooner the better. It's, it's smoother. I'm not taken straight from the hospital uh, at four hours. And we upon beforehand. And the child goes up, and you don't really know the difference. You're brought up from infancy, you know. How can you tell? And then you find out. Whenever you find out, it's different with when you should, be, you should be telling them. And then there's a feeling of rejection, even though they don't know who it was, and they're getting along fine with their parents. But then somebody gave me up. Somebody rejected me. That, that could be, just in theory, even though it did make enough to mean until now, that could be painful. be painful and very hard to deal with. First thing in Hilchus Kibbutz Avayim you have to know is is there a chiv Kibbutz Avayim for the adoptive parents? The answer is technically no, they're not your parents. But in terms of Akaras Atoyev, it's a Dover Pushit that you know this is this is huge. They spent uh, all their time, resources, and they brought you up as a child, and that's Shemesh Nakaras Atoyev, and they shied us by sitting shiva. They don't want people to know can they fake it? That's different shmuz, but technically this is no shiva, no availus. They're not related, but. But Akaris Kaddish, Akaris Atoyv is, is, uh, is endless. The issue, that's a relatively short sugya. The longer sugya, the more difficult and sometimes painful sugya is the question on keep it up aim to the real parents. And that's why I'm giving this background. The first thing I'll deal with is and again, I'm not discussing right and wrong. There are a lot of people listening to this year. It gets around, so there, there will be people listening who were adopted. And if you're adopted, I mean, by definition, your real parent gave you up at a certain point, which you can explain from here to next year that it's probably a good thing they gave you up because if they couldn't handle it, you don't want to find out the hard way they couldn't handle it. And sometimes they'll say, yeah, but my adopted parents couldn't handle it either, which 
might be the case, but there's more of a chance that they're good people trying to do good than the first thing where if they're giving up, it's not a natural listening. They give up. There must be a very good reason why that somebody might be, somebody like a grandparent or an advisor might be telling them, give it up. It's hard, but you can't handle this. So when they hear about they have tainas, have tainas, it would have been worse. You should have tainas if they held on and they couldn't handle it. You'd really be in serious trouble. And of course, what happens when they're 18 or whatever the age is and they start looking, and I've been asked to Shiloh many times, should I go? I now have the legal rights. Should I ask them to open the file? So, again, I have no time as anybody who wants to open the file, natural curiosity, fully understandable. Uh, question is, and allegedly, you can't say it's us or want to know how parents, who the parents are, they want to know their background, they want to know what's going on. Is it advisable? I, again, I can't give absolute rules. Is it advisable is a very loaded question. And I will tell you, to leave you uh, with this uh, overnight until next week, but we're out of time, I will tell you the short answer is usually not. And the first argument, they want to. So I don't say it's us or her, and ultimately most of them do. I just know from experience of what happens afterwards in the collateral damage. Most of them will uh, buttress the argument by saying, well, I, isn't there a mitzvah, isn't there a chiv to find out? If I don't find out, I can't be a mekayim keep it of aim. The real keep it of aim. If I find out they are, they can be a mekayim keep it of aim. Cogent well, argument. That's a good question. Not necessarily. Uh, you should find out if there are siblings and the siblings are also given up for adoption, you should find out where they are. The danger is in the siblings, not uh, somebody who had five children, all five are in five different places. That could be an issue. Shama Isa, Chaisai. What? Aiden for I'm less worried about that. There's a Chsam Sefer that says that the Yevid, maybe other Kasher Aiden, okay, that's, that could come up, but highly, put it this way I have a lot of problems with Aiden by Chuppah sometimes when they don't tell me the truth. One of the problems is not maybe your brother. <laughs> Highly unlikely. Yeah, okay. I'll find out somebody who I know wasn't adopted. And <laughs> I can get around that. The point is that they're arguing, keep it up, hey, you can't, you can't keep it up. You know, all their parents are. Problem is that, uh, based on my experience, usually when they find them, they're such major tightness and emotional baggage, it becomes very much a Nisanyan and keep it up, aim, which is often not met with success. So if that's the argument, it's not a very good argument. That's just a soundbite. The Mitzvah Shem will pick up, pick up on this next week.